stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Lipstick can be wrong. My summer, summer, my sweet summer is gone. My sweet summer is gone. Obviously, tw- 20 years ago tomorrow was 9-11. And Tausch, I mentioned to you that I've talked to a number of your former teammates and your former head coach at the time. Uh, and it's been really interesting to get their remembrances because, you know, and I know this is the case for many of us that were old enough to remember it. And I know 20 years later, there's a lot of young people who don't recall the actual events of the day. But it is very vivid for a guy like Marco Rivera, who was born in Brooklyn and raised in Long Island, and whose brother in law was part of the team that helped clean up Ground Zero. I mean, talking with him yesterday, it's it's still emotional for him that many years later. Um, for other guys that weren't from that area, it still had a very big impact on them. But it's different for them, and their memories are different. Uh, I spent some time talking with Chris Gizzy, who obviously memorably ran out the following week when you guys played on Monday Night Football against Washington with the American flag. And it turns out Mike Sherman still has that photo hanging in his study what are your recollections from that week and 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 frankly even that morning because marco was telling me yesterday that he was sleeping in it was tuesday it was a it was a day off for the players you guys had opened up the season your tuesday off he had slept in a little bit and he was awakened by his wife telling him that frank winters was on the phone that he should turn on the tv and obviously we all know what we all saw once we did turn on the TV that morning. What do you remember that morning? Yeah, I so I definitely remember it was I was living, I think that was my second year, and I was living was. in De Pere, and I was doing a radio hit that morning at eight o'clock. And the you know, you had it on TV, you saw that first plan, everybody was kind of dumbfounded, like, what the heck? That's weird. Like, it's a clear day, there's no and nobody really had an understanding. And then all of a sudden, we're doing like a call-in bit. People are calling and asking questions. And at about 8.30, I don't remember exactly what time that second plane hit, but one of the callers actually got on our show and told us, y'all, uh, I don't know if you guys should continue to do this. Our country is under attack. And that was when, whoa. So right. wow. we, I actually was you know, watching and didn't really have a full understanding. And then, boom. Then I remember just, you know, I was living by myself, freaking out, like, what, what does this all mean? What, you know, the Packers weren't, we didn't really, we had no idea what was going to happen with the game. Were we going to practice on Wednesday? Did we go in? You know, you're driving around at gas stations. The prices are way up. Everybody was freaking out. And I just remember that uncertainty. And I don't remember what day. I, I remember the commissioner, uh, Tagliabue, at the time, trying to figure out if they were going to play. We decided that we weren't playing that game, too. And then we, a bunch of us went out to get dinner down in Milwaukee that weekend, and I just remember the over... You were giving standing ovations. Firefighters and police officers were coming in, and it was basically they are putting their fire hats down, 
everybody in the restaurants would get up and applaud and donate money to the causes. It's just the amount of unification and how everybody came together to take this on was powerful. So that week was such a roller coaster from scared and not having a clue what the heck is going on to let's bound together here and really get after this from a country standpoint was powerful. That's the that's the overarching theme from a Tuesday to a Saturday. It was a just myriad of emotions. So was it a little more complicated? Look, because all 32 teams were dealing with this, and obviously the New York teams and the Washington team even more so. But you were supposed to that week go to New York. You were supposed to play the Giants yep. at the Meadowlands. How did that kind of factor into the conversations that were going on, with whether it was between teammates or Coach Sherman oh, talking to you guys? Yeah, guys were really like the uncertainty you know every you as covering football guys you know everybody wants certainty uh there was the a lot of guys freaking out about having to get on a plane nobody wanted to get on a plane and nobody especially wanted to get on a plane to go to new york to play so i think the you know the fact that there was a game in new york i don't know how the decisions got made i Guys want to play football, and I think there was the let's get back to normalcy, but it just wasn't right yet. And then the powerful emotions, you're talking about Gizzy, and that next Monday night, we play that next Monday night against Washington, and the energy in that building, I'm getting chills just thinking about this right now with, with Chris running out with the flag and how just it just oozed what our country is about. I, it was one of those moments you'll never forget as a player, because the raw emotion, I think, of everybody coming back in, it, was, it wasn't the same as the Whitney Houston National. I wasn't at that, but I get right. the sense that was our Whitney Houston National Anthem unification. That's what that felt like to me. That's a great parallel. And in talking with Chris Gizzy, you know, the way it played out, like, he... he Mike Sherman suggested that he do this the night before the game. And, again, you talk about football coaches and football players. They don't want to be distracted, right? We, we spent so much time. We Earlier in the show, we were talking about the distraction of, is Darius Smith happy, right? All you hear coaches talk about is eliminating distractions. But that night, you know, the idea of being the home team, right, and it's your crowd that is going to be part of this, and then to watch Gizzy and the reaction to that when he runs out. But, like, he, he didn't even know where the flag was, like, moments before he ran out. And Brian Naring, one of their equipment guys, happened to, like, remember it and grab it and literally handed it to him, and he ran. So the, the, the stories behind it have been really interesting to hear. But it was interesting, too, and I wonder if you felt this as a second-year player, because you were. You were still a very young player at the time. But that there was this level of, I don't want to say responsibility, but like that somehow you guys were very, you won 37 to nothing that night. And you guys seemed to be a very focused team considering everything that had gone on. Now, I don't know whether Washington being, you know, uh, having their players be close to the Pentagon factored into how they played. But do you remember what the vibe was as a team? I do. As that game was approaching? And I thought Mike Sherman handled it really well because I think at first everybody's like, well, nothing else is important. Let's just focus on recovery, you know, trying to figure out what happened, how it happened. It was all about that. Nothing else mattered. And I think Mike Sherman put, took it on and said, no, 
We have a duty as athletes. We provide distractions. We can be a part of the healing process. That was the mode. That was kind of the message all week. After you know, we decided that we were going to play that following week. It was put everything in because this is important. What we do is important. It does make a difference. And you know, for as much as we trivialize sports in a lot of respects, sports is a huge part of our culture and what makes this country, uh, you know, why it's just a big part of our fabric. And for us to get back out there and do it, I think it meant a lot to our fans. I think it meant a lot as a whole from the NFL to our country getting back, just like the New York Yankees. You remember George Bush throwing out that first pitch. All of that was the getting back to normalcy and kind of putting our foot in the ground saying, we're going to get, we're going to be okay. And that was the feeling that we had. Last thing, um, because I remember very vividly a group of us went down, because you still had to play the Giants. You played them at the end of the regular season. They put the the second week of games at the end of oh, the season. Oh, I remember, yeah. Uh, that's funny, because Mike Sherman brought that part up about that game as well and what may have occurred with a certain sack uh, that was deliberately delivered to uh, Michael Strahan. But... You had to play that game in New York, and I remember going down to Ground Zero with a few friends of mine and seeing, you know, it. that was when the moment became much clearer to me, even though it was in January, when you saw all the pictures. You knew that a lot of people had lost loved ones, but when you saw people scope having it. put up flyers, it was just it, sobering is the perfect word. And I know a bunch of guys went down and visited the site. I don't, I don't know if you did or not. I don't. Did you say you didn't go? I did not go, no. Uh, um, the scope of it and just the entire – I thought it was cool that that was offered up to go down. Um, yeah. It, it's really it, – I just, I just think it was very – I was impressed that Mike Sherman, because going back to the decision we had, we talk about it being a business trip all the time. And to allow guys the opportunity to do that, he said, they, I think there were two buses. Not everyone went, and that was fine. But that he even offered that up, I thought was really interesting because coaches are so, hey, we got to focus on the game. And by then, it's January. And you guys had a lot to play for that mm-hmm. year at that point. So um, I appreciate you sharing your memories of that, and not just because I am writing about it today as well.